Fourth Cut Reviews. I am your host, EJ Leeson, and with me today is my co-host, my number one dude, Chris Conforti. What's up, dog? Not too much. How about you, buddy? Uh, you know, I'm just living the dream. I'm doing well, doing well. I'm doing well and swell. How about you? Uh, same. Ready to, ready to get hot to Halloween, ready to watch some more horror movies, ready to discuss more importantly as of right now anyway this horror movie yeah me too dude this one is so good so good i was super excited to do this uh i i remember seeing the poster and i had no idea what this movie was about i just was at regal and i remember looking at the poster going i want to see that that looks cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I dragged you to it. Remember, I, you were like, "I don't even know what this is about." I'm like, "Dude, let's just go see it. Who cares?" You know. And so we ended up going to see this, and we both came out loving it. Yeah, but and it's weird because I feel like everybody has the same type of reaction that I did originally, which was when you see like the trailer, you see the poster, your immediate reaction is, "This is gonna suck." Like, this has to be terrible. Well, and yeah, certain parts of it, I mean, we'll get into it, but certain parts of it live up to the poster. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's so weird. I I thought the poster was cool. But then, like, the movie started, right? And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't like this editing and going on, right, at first. Because it keeps doing, like, the, it'll show a scene and it fades to black. And it shows a scene and it fades to black. And it does it a lot, right? Yeah, And then I was like, oh, no. Uh-oh. Like, what are we in for? But then then it was, like, uh, produced by the one lady who, who produces, like, all the... She produced, like, The Walking Dead and the Terminator movies. Uh, Laura Schuler Donner, I think it is. I forget. I forget her name. But I was just like, oh, she produced this? And then it was, like, music by uh, the guy who does, like, Walking Dead. And I'm like, oh, all right. Like, this might be pretty good i don't know and then the movie started and i was sucked in i was like this is awesome other than the opening right the opening is i i, I told my my friend because uh one of my friends was thinking about watching the movie and he, he ended up watching it and really liking it but i told him and i i mean this truthfully the first 20 minutes is probably the hardest to watch 20 minutes in the history of cinema it's terrible. <laughs> Just the... I, it's bad. Yeah, like, the opening is, like, eh, you know, but... It's really rough. If I was the writer of this, and I, I don't like to trash anybody's writing, but if I was the writer of it, I would have just scrapped the first 20 minutes and did something different with it. Okay. Yeah. Like, it just... I, I don't know. Like, that. That's that's literally one of my only flaws with this movie is the first 20 minutes. Because if you could get past the first 20 minutes, and it is a challenge, but if you could get past the first 20 minutes, you're going to be in for a really cool roller coaster ride. Yeah. And, and the director really doesn't, he didn't really direct a ton of movies either. 
Like, he actually edited um, Paranormal Activity, like, 2, 3, 4, and 5. He also edited, like, Get Out, Happy Death Day, which I love that movie. Um, that movie's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And uh, he also edited Game Night with Jason Bateman, which is great, too. Um, but, yeah, Gregory Plotkin, like, he only did, like, a short, and then he did Paranormal Activity ghost dimension which i didn't see i actually didn't get to watch that one but um yeah i thought this movie i thought he did a great job i was like yeah all right man and i i actually thought they did a great job establishing all the characters because i really liked the lead amy forsyth right yeah amy forsyth is great in it and uh i thought she does a great job and then my favorite character is probably uh, Brooke, played by Rain Edwards. And she's kind of like, I thought she was going to be the final girl, but then I was like, well, maybe it is this Amy Forsyth character, like her character. But um, they do a really, and I love their friendship, like that dynamic, like how close they are. They always have like the, they have that little locket that they always will hold up and be like, hey, you know, it, it's always us first, you know? So it was like, yeah. And then, um, and then one of the coolest characters is probably Bex Taylor Klaus as Taylor. I just like loved her energy. Like uh, the, all the girls in this movie are just so good. Like, so, so good. But yeah, man. And then of course, you know, you have the other guys in it and stuff, but Tony Todd. Tony Todd's in it. Yeah. Tony Todd's in it for a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Tony Todd is in this. Uh, that's a horror movie legend. Yeah. And then the guy playing the, the serial killer, uh, they call him the other in this, right? Stephen Conroy. He's mostly like a stuntman. So I thought that was cool too because like Michael Myers, um, like George P. Wolver, who's oh, probably stuntman. my favorite yeah. Michael Myers, <laughs> is a stuntman. So it, I feel like getting stuntmen to do these roles is kind of beneficial. You know, I don't know. They, there's yeah. something about the way they Kane Hodder. Kane yeah, Hodder Kane is Hodder, a stuntman. Of course. Who, uh, you know, there's so many, a lot of the stuntmen go on to play. So like slasher types. Um, I believe Don Shanks was a stuntman and he played Michael in Halloween five. Yeah. A, a Dick Warlock. I'm pretty sure was a stuntman. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of a lot of these guys that are stuntmen do end up playing slashers a lot, and I, that's one of the I guess best parts of the movie. I think is the the villain of it, which is kind of not spoiler, but the villain of it is kind of like a reverse Michael Myers <laughs> in a way. Um, like we're talking about Michael Myers, but he's really a reverse Michael yeah. Myers. But ex- explain this movie to our audience that doesn't know what Hellfest is about. Okay. So, great. Thanks. I suck at explaining things. Thanks for that task. Thanks, Chris. Um, this movie is about a group of friends that buy these tickets to this thing called Hellfest. And it's this festival that's like this ultimate haunted house. Uh, the thing I can compare it to the most is probably the Universal Horror Nights in Orlando and uh, in California too. But yeah, it's just like 
you walk through and there's all these different themed haunted houses. And so they're going through what they come across a serial killer that's actually posing as a member <laughs> of like the cast that would be caught like haunting these places. Right. And I, it's something I always thought about. I'm like, man, what if like some dude actually came out on this hayride and just murdered us and we thought it was all part of the the thing. You know what I mean? Like they just grabbed someone and murdered them. I always thought about that. I was like And that actually that's technically, I mean that's that's what happens in the movie. Right. And, and is this group of friends this movie is about like this guy who just goes in in a costume and murders people and some people think it's part of the show. Like they think it's part of the attraction. But in reality, it's not. He's actually hunting the people down, down like one by one, you know? And for you, the audience, the brilliance of the movie is you could look at it as a viewer and go, well, yeah, that person's killing them or this person's killing all of these people. But you have to put yourself in the character's shoes because in the character's shoes, like take yourself, for instance, if you were to go to a haunted attraction and you were to see some person dressed up that murders somebody, you would immediately think, oh, that was just awesome. That's part of the show. Right. That's the brilliance of the yeah. movie. It's such a cool concept. And it's so weird because, uh, you know, it's just like one of those things where they have this great idea and they execute it so well. You know what I mean? Because um, even like, you know, this is kind of a spoiler, but not really. So when our group of characters that, you know, the focal point of the movie, they go into this one haunted house and they see this girl running and she's like, help me, help me, help me. And they're like, okay, uh, sure. <laughs> right. And then she runs and hides. And then the killer comes in, the real serial killer comes in and they point her out. They go, Oh, she's hiding over there. And then he grabs her and they're like, just do it already. And then he stabs her in front of like the, you know, our main characters. And, <laughs> and they're like, wow, that kind of looked pretty real. And then from that point on, the serial killer is after them because they witnessed that murder, but also he's intrigued by how they kind of reacted to it too. So it's really good. I, I yeah. love this movie. I, I really, really would recommend this to any horror fan at all. You know, I think it's, it's a lot of fun. It's not scary, but in a way it is a little bit scary because I know I always had that, like, fear. It makes you question the yeah. horror house concept. Yeah. Now, another movie that was recommended to us to watch, it's a, apparently a very similar movie, and I had watched it maybe like three weeks ago, was a movie called The Haunt on Shudder. And that apparently is a very similar concept to Hellfest. I enjoyed it. Maybe that's something that we'll have to work out in the, the future to do. But it's a very similar concept to Hellfest. And this movie, Hellfest, I think makes you question the attraction of like a haunted hayride, haunted houses, more so than The Haunt does okay. for me. Yeah, well, I haven't seen The Haunt, so... Yeah, you have to. You yeah, have to watch I'll have to watch it. it. But, but I, I know it's on Shutter. But yeah, I, I think it's like 
because people like to compare the yeah. two movies. I think Hellfest does a much better job in making you question the safeness of the haunted house attractions. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually I you know, I'm very interested to see the haunt and you know, see the difference between the two. But Hellfest, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of cool things. Like I, I, I really liked how they established all the characters. They weren't just cannon fodder, you know, like thrown out there and to be murdered. They actually gave some really cool backgrounds for these characters, you know, and, and established if like, could get a close to friendship. Uh, a lot of times you don't see that in horror movies. You're like, why are these people friends? I, I feel like the remake of Friday the 13th, I go, why, why are these people friends? Like, they just don't seem like they would hang out with each other. Uh, that's that's another movie. That's another uh, episode oh, for a yeah, different yeah, yeah. day. But no, I, these people... You and I go completely opposite of most I in know. that movie. I, um, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I really want to cover that movie more than anything. Um, but... We'll just, we'll just put it like this. I And EJ agrees with me on this. With Friday the 13th, and we'll cover this a little bit more, but just as a little hint, I have wrote a pamphlet for the case for Trent DeMarco being the good guy in Friday the 13th. <laughs> and you know what? I couldn't agree more. Uh, no, it's really funny because I remember <laughs> we were doing Friday the 13th marathons, right? And like me, you, and Rory would meet up and just watch, you know, Friday. If it was Friday the 13th, we'd all meet up. We'd go to my house and watch the movies, like marathon them. And I remember we, we were doing this movie, uh, the remake. And I, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But I just remember you going, you know, maybe Trent isn't that bad of a guy after all. And then all of us going, like that glass shattering moment going, Oh yeah! Holy crap, Chris is right. <laughs> um, so I was like, "Yeah, Trent isn't that bad of a guy," and you made like a really strong case for him that we were like, "Wow, I can't watch this movie the same way anymore because he's not that bad of a guy." And I don't think I've ever watched the movie the same way after saying that either, because I always now look at it like it's like that Johnny Lawrence thing in Karate Kid. Now, now you look at it and you're like. He's actually kind of not that bad of a guy when you think about it. He's not like a. uh, It's funny because if you read like the back of the Karate Kid like DVD, right? It was like in the sadistic Johnny Lawrence, and I'm not even making that up. That's like for real on the back of the DVD. And I go, (laughs) sadistic? I don't think so. I feel like he's a normal high school teenager. I don't don't know. It's a little yeah. Now, who is sadistic is the, I guess I would say like the villain in yes. this movie, because it makes allusions. And this is why I kind of like too, is they can, they have avenues that they can go with this movie if they choose to go with them. There's sequels they could do, and there's possible prequels based on what they set well, yeah, up. Yeah, dude, there's a moment in this movie at the end, right, that blows my mind. I go, oh my God, like it, it totally kind of rocked my world right i was just like whoa is it the end scene the very end that's what yeah, i love about and, it. And i don't want to you know give anything away in case people watch it but that ending which by the way we have been told before 
that certain movies like QB Halloween or Terrifier that we've reviewed has actually inspired people to go out and watch these movies. So we try very hard not to give too many spoilers out while still trying to pique your interest in order to yes, watch the and, movies. And I'm telling you, the ending of this movie, this reveal that they have, blew my mind. I was like, what? This is so cool. I, I loved it. And it's really funny because to give a, another spoiler away, but there's definitely ties to Dylan Baker's character from Trick or Treat. I, I don't know yes. if you noticed that, right? Yeah. I rewatched yep. Trick or Treat not that long ago, and there was like this scene, and I went, huh, that would be really funny if Dylan Baker and that character from Hellfest are actually the same person. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a weird tie. Which that's another so, great you know, movie. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, no, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. That's another one that we'll have to do at some love point, Trick or Treat, because that's that's yeah. phenomenal. I I would love to see them. I I feel like I would love to see. I think more <laughs> of a prequel than a sequel. I'd be fine yeah. with the sequel, but I think I'd be really okay with the prequel, just based on how they set it up, the different masks right. that's been used. I'm okay with the sequel. I I, I think that they should probably. If they were going to do a sequel, which I know that they wanted to do a sequel, but unfortunately it didn't do well enough at the box office, from what I understand, for them to want to do a sequel or, or be able to get the funding for a sequel. I would like to see, I'd like to see her go, him go after the main character, yeah. like some more. I think, yeah. I think it'd be just Actually, kind of fun. It, it, the cool thing about it is, <laughs> like, they leave it in a way where you know if he he could go after the main character. Yeah, or he just keeps terrorizing America the way he's been doing it. You know what I mean? It's so fascinating. I, I love this movie so much. I really, really liked it a lot. And I don't want to, like, I feel like there's so much to say about it, but it's like one of those things you have to watch it. You really, really have to watch it. I yeah. highly re recommend this, and I just feel like it's something you would enjoy a lot as a horror fan, as a horror fan. General audience... I, I think, think you'd be, yeah, entertained think be entertained by it, possibly. It, it, you might right. not watch I, it again, think, though. It might be one of those yeah. one-and-done films. I, I think, like, general audience, you watch it, you'll be like, oh, okay, these 20 minutes are pretty rough. But once you get into the story, and you're like, you know what? This is pretty rad, especially towards the end and, like, the reveal. Like, we can't stress this enough. You have to get past yeah. the first 20 minutes. Because the first 20 minutes, in my opinion... Is an absolute train wreck. And I think a lot of the audience or a lot of the average filmgoers are going to watch the first 20 minutes. Even horror fans will watch the first 20 minutes and just go, the writing's not the, the best in this 20 minutes. The characters kind of suck, I feel like, in the first 20 minutes. But once you get to, like, the park, the park is where everything just flies through. It's like this one great roller coaster ride that you go from one end to the next. And you literally don't want to take your eyes off the screen because of you never know what will happen next. And a lot of these tropes that we're talking about come into play with it. But I we can't stress it enough. When you're, when you're starting it, you're going to get through the first 10 minutes of it and you're going to like pause and you're going to like comment on our Instagram. What the hell are you guys smoking? <laughs> and because this movie sucks, they're going to be like, Calm down, make it to the first 20 minutes and you're yes. going to see it's a really yes. good movie. I can't stress or agree with you more. You know what I mean? Like, I can't stress it enough. 
that once you get past that little hump in the beginning, you're in for a cool ride for sure. But with that being said, I think it's time we cut over to a break. You've been listening to Fourth Cut Reviews. We're taking a break, but stay tuned. And more maniacal offerings will be presented to you by Chris and crew. And we are back. What's up? Um, I can't believe that. Chris. What? Not me what's, neither. What's, what's? <laughs> okay. We just got a cool segment break by horror movie legend and all-around good guy. Yes. Tony Todd. Dude, thank you so much for giving us a shout-out like that. That is nuts. That is so rad. Uh, seriously. And so this is what we always talk about. You, you'll you notice that we always talk about horror movies. And I truly feel like horror movie stars, horror movie fans, they're the best fans in the world. And so – and I always like to talk about this. And EJ and I, we like to talk about conventions – but way back when, in 2004, I went to my first ever <laughs> horror movie convention. And the first person I met was Tony Todd. Tony Todd was the first person I met. And we, re- we just reached out to him recently. Actually, yeah. we met him again a year ago. But we reached out to him. And we asked him if he'd be, you know, if he'd be willing to do a, a shout out to our show and to do a nice little segment break. And as I said, the only thing I could say is like horror movie stars they're the best they're just the best oh, and tony, tony todd's the best dude, we love you tony tony todd is a legend seriously a legend candy man zoom um final destination Hellfest. he's in everything final destination uh, Hellfest. Uh, there's so many you could just candy. keep going but i mean you, literally you could just stop you could just <laughs> man, stop yeah. at candy man and he's like yeah. one of the biggest legends no, ever movie, um actors right are truly the coolest people that we get to meet i i feel like they're just so nice it's it's incredible how outgoing and and cool they are they're just so cool i remember adam farley our, our buddy our good buddy he uh he met skeet ulrich right and he was like yeah this is my daughter and skeet was like oh let's get a picture with her and stuff and and it's just like Stuff like that, you just go, that's so, I don't know. It's just, it's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. They're just the best. Like, just horror movie fans, which are a lot of what, who listen to our show, and just horror movie stars, they're just, they're just great. And the thing about what's really cool is, yeah. like, Tony Todd remembered us, which I thought was really cool for him, not only to remember us, but to be cool enough to actually be like, yeah, you know, you guys have a couple episodes. Sure, I'll That's, do a second yeah, break for you. That's insane. amazing. It's just insane. Uh, it couldn't be cooler or more awesome. <laughs> so, so thank you, Tony Todd. Yeah, thanks. Tony so let's Todd. go on to our. Yes, thank you. So let's go on to our thing that we try to do. And I know there's there's no way I, I'm not going to believe you if you said that you would figure it out. So you know, like our segment that we like to do which is put yourself in the main character's shoes. Can you solve this movie in 15 to 20 minutes? That's That's a a no. no. I mean, they have the the cold open. That's a hard no. Or the sting, right, as it's called. Um, 
where you have people in a horror like this haunted house scenario or or attraction i should say and you know the girl gets murdered um so technically you have an idea but the way this goes especially that reveal at the end had i did not see coming at all so could i figure this movie out no i i mean like the majority of it sure no but some directions it goes and not that's like What's a that? monday morning quarterback right like that's like you're you could figure it out but you'd be a monday morning quarterback you'd have to go right. away from like the main character and you and i i think you and i yeah. would probably be like oh that's sick We'd probably be like, that is oh. amazing. That looks so real. I, I And then we'd probably just probably get killed. In the opening. <laughs> so, I, I, I like probably like, would have too. I think I would survive a situation like this, but I know me and I'm always, the I, I'm pretty dumb. So I feel like I would just go, wow, that's really cool. I like your mask, man. And then, and then just get stabbed in the face. So, so we could uh, do the. So, if you're keeping track of our actual horror movie tally, as well, I, I, maybe this should be a new segment too. Could Chris and EJ <laughs> survive this horror? That's movie a great idea. For as the segment. main character, and right now I think I, we'd both be zero and two. <laughs> all right. I think we'd be zero and two. <laughs> I, I think Chris, there's no I way I'd survive. Have a better chance than I do. I mean, I could probably fight my way out of a situation, right? But if I, I would die first because I would be like, I don't know what this is. I think this is, I'd be too, I'm a clown. You'd be clowning clown around. in real life. And so, I, and I would be a clown in a movie. And so I would die. I'm just like that. We wouldn't get into Hubie Halloween situation yeah. because I feel like we're both too nice of guys for the mom to take advantage of it. But I feel like it also works against us because we are too nice a guy and we do... We do make light of certain situations like that. Like, that'd be funny. I'd be like, yeah, I, I, she died. <laughs> and then I feel like yeah. I'd die like two seconds I, later. I think you would stand a better shot in Hellfest than I would, for sure. Yeah. Really? I don't know, I don't I don't know, know. about that. I, terrifier, I would die pretty quick. <laughs> Everyone pretty much. Yeah. I, yeah, I you would definitely be dead in Terrifier. This one, I maybe make it ten minutes in uh, before I get killed. I'd probably be either first or second to die. So, yeah. I don't know that I'd be too far behind that because so for for those that haven't seen it, this theme park or this horror attraction that they go to, it's like no holds barred. Like the actors can touch you however they want to touch you in it. Obviously, not like. Sexually, but like they can like physically put, put saying, a lot of Chris? force. What are you on saying? Um, no, yeah, you're right. They go so, to the one section in the well, park where they're like, "Oh yeah, actors can touch you or or grab you for real." Uh, where most attractions don't have that, but in the movie Hellfest, there's a part in the park where you could go that's a little more extreme. So to them when they start to see people getting killed for real, they think, wow, they're not holding anything back. This makes sense. So, uh, uh, th- yeah, this is where... And that's where I would <laughs> die. I would, I would be the first one. 
And I would probably think too, like I'd probably be like, oh, they want me to be part of the show. This guy's walking up to me with a knife. And then all of a sudden I get stabbed and I like bleed out. And then like all my friends and my girlfriend are laughing about the situation as I'm like slowly yeah. gasping for yeah. my last breath. I think- and they wouldn't know they wouldn't know any different because I'm like a drama queen too. So <laughs> right. like he could like tap me and I'll go flying. So they everybody would think it's real. So actually I would say I have a yeah. less chance of surviving than you. Because I think everybody if I did that, I think everybody'd be like, Oh, here we go. He's being <laughs> being a drama queen yeah. again as I like are. die. I think we got a new segment here. I think it's Ken Christopher or EJ survived no. the horror movie. The only movie I think I stand a chance in is maybe Monster <laughs> Squad, but I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I, I think maybe. there's some movies that we'll we see. stand a chance in. I do. I I think there's some. No. Uh, Art the Clown, no, I don't feel like anybody has a chance against that. Not only uses like knives, but he also or hacksaws. But he has a freaking gun, so <laughs> I don't Bring think a I gun. stand a chance at all. Uh, where this hell, I think I feel like Hellfest, you have a better chance of surviving than Art the Clown. I feel like you can you can do a little bit more at Hellfest, like you could you could blend in, right? Like, I could I could beat the hell out of somebody oh, and true. take their mask, See, that's and then the guy wouldn't know See, who this I was. Is why you would survive and I would die because I'd be like, He's still out there, <laughs> yeah. But who the hell is gonna give me their mask? I'd probably <laughs> like try to take their mask and they punch me in yeah, the face. Like, I know what you did some like last summer, but she just is in the middle of the road, she's like, Where are you? Where are you? That would be me in the middle of the park, <laughs> giving away my location. <laughs> everything uh so that would be me but oh oh, so okay back so what would you rate this movie i guess what like in a final recap bex taylor klaus who plays taylor in the movie and i I actually noticed uh the one actor slips and calls calls her uh bex by accident i i think it was the guy who played i didn't notice that one he's like hey bex and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> but that happens in the Goonies. Remember, uh, Josh Brolin, um, Sean Astin, they're about to jump down into the fireplace, like to go into like the caves, right? And he's like, "Come on, Josh!" And he doesn't call him Brandon; he calls him Josh. <laughs> and it stayed in the final cut of that movie. And so it's just—I I think it's bound to happen. But, uh, and the character is named Taylor, and the girl's named, the actress who plays Taylor is Bex, Taylor Klaus, so I feel like it's just, it was like a natural thing that could happen. One more quick break, and then we'll get into our final ratings. Stay tuned, we're coming back for fourth cut reviews. Okay. And we're back. So Chris, now that we talk about the movie... I thought long and hard, long and hard about it, right. as I thought long and hard about this rating. And I'm, we're we're probably gonna do two yes, ratings. I'm assuming one is a horror movie and one is a regular movie. So I'll do my horror movie ranking first. I am going to give this eight point yeah. nine as a horror movie. Yes, and I would go as far as to say, had it not been for the first twenty minutes, I would have yeah. went as high as a nine point six which is an extremely high rating for me. But that first 20 minutes does unfortunately exist and there's a little bit of a train wreck. And it's just, I, I, I said it before and I re- literally mean it, but the first 20 to 25 minutes might be the most 
troublesome 25 minutes in cinematic history to get through. And every time I watch it, I know what's going to happen. I've watched this now about four or five times. Every time I watch it, that same 20 to 25 minutes is just horrid to get through. But the rest of the movie, I will put it at an 8.9. I think it's a fair, solid rating. As a regular movie, it's just like an average film goer. I mean, it's, I mean, the, I don't know. The atmosphere is very Halloween. It's very, you know, horror haunted attraction. Eh, I give her about 5.5. Yeah. I think as a Actually, regular film goer. IMDb rating is 5.5. How about you? Yeah. So is for it? me, I, I'll do a horror film first. <laughs> I really loved it a lot. And uh, I think I would have put it maybe a little lower, except that ending really boosted it for me. So I, I have to give it an 8.5. Yeah, for real. I really like this. 8.5? Um, I mean, it's close to a 10. It's super close to a 10. There's just, you know, certain things in it, like some. That first, yeah, it's the first yeah. 20 minutes. And like, then that first 20 minutes average is just film, awful. I, I would probably give it a 6.7 yeah well i it's wow that's way I feel higher like it's definitely enjoyable if you just watch it and i and just as an average film goer i think it's it's definitely worth watching you know it definitely is i think we would both agree with that we just can't stress it enough like that first it's, 20 minutes is it's rough it's just yeah. rough it's as definitely. rough as rough can be <laughs> but but we agree. I mean, you could absolutely. But that's the thing, too. Like, we think that you should check the movie out. You yeah. may come out of this and go, you know, that first 20 minutes wasn't so bad. That's that's possible. That's why we always say and, and we apply this, EJ and myself, to other reviewers out there as well. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if that person likes the movie or if the person doesn't right. like the movie. Yeah, the only thing that matters is you like enough. the movie. Oh, it's important to make your own opinion about a movie. Um, I mean, you could listen to like, this is funny because we're doing a movie review podcast, but like to me, I think it's always important to make your own opinion about a movie and don't be afraid if it's right or wrong or what you like or don't like. So if you like a movie, that's bad. I love mo- bad movies. Exactly. So there's a lot of times I would come out and people were like, you really like that movie? Man. And I go, yeah. I really like that movie. And it could be a terrible Nicolas Cage movie. But you know what? I still, I enjoyed it. Because I I do love Nicolas Cage. And we've seen it work the opposite way, too. We've seen people come out of these movies and go, that movie was great. And then they go home and they read, like, what the critics say. And then they all of a sudden, like, flip their mind without seeing it again. (laughs) They're like, well, you know, it lacks this and it lacks this. Well, and like, oh, come on. Like, you just ever... liked it like 10 minutes ago. I, I remember. <laughs> like, what changed? I hate to knock on movies. Because I, I really, I love more than I dislike. But when I dislike something, I really dislike something. And so uh, nothing will ever blow my mind <laughs> more than the the time we saw Man of Steel. And I remember everyone around. Oh my us god! Being like, "Yeah, the movie rules!" Like literally standing ovation. <laughs> yeah. And EJ and I are the only two I was like looking in at our each seats. other. Like, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> like, because I'm a 
this was like, was uh, that like the same movie that we watched? Of garbage. Uh, but I I remember just everyone and and someone literally yelled during the fight sequence in uh verse it was like Zod versus Superman and I remember a guy just yelling best Superman movie ever right and uh, <laughs> and people cheered him and people and cheered. Like, People cheered it. Watching the same movie, I think that's exact the exact point when I like looked at you and I'm like, "What? Am I watching the same movie as this person?" No, I. It was actually before that. Because yeah, remember this is so for for those of you who don't know us, EJ and I have seen a lot a lot of movies together in theaters, (laughs) but this is the only movie, Man of Steel. That we've ever gotten shushed at at a theater. Uh, because we were laughing. Because of Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe going in and out of frame. Yeah, he, he was like, so there's like a scene where Clark Kent enters this ship. Yeah. And they don't explain how he knows it's there or anything like that. He just shows up. So he, he like shows up and then Russell Crowe's in one scene and he walks off the frame. And then Clark runs to where he was. And then Russell Crowe's on the other end walking off the frame. And we both just yeah, bust like, out laughing. And this one guy's like, dialogue's coming up, man. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, come on. <laughs> I think it was at that point where we were I, just I, like, I checked out pretty wow, early. this movie's awful. Movie. Um, so I think it was the Kevin Costner. I, I, we'll talk about, I think that's a movie. If you really want to hear our full opinion on that movie, uh, let us that's know. That's definitely a movie. But, uh, yeah, that movie, <laughs> Man of Steel, if we ever have to review it. Uh, I'm just gonna give you a heads up. It's not looking nice. <laughs> so okay, so oh, no. maybe that'll be a Chris versus EJ choice for me later on, <laughs> and maybe sometime in the future, just so I can oh, repay you. the favor of Hubie Halloween. Oh gosh, that would be and actually purpose. force you to watch maybe, it again. Maybe, maybe I would appreciate it more if I did watch it again. You know, sometimes that happens. Possibly, you might. So let's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's time. We're we're gonna do the uh, Chris versus EJ. What's what movie okay, are you looking well, at throwing at me this time? That I'm gonna have to unfortunately so probably I, I watch. I feel like you should throw your movie out first because everybody's betraying me. Well, I think that we should do. Hmm. I'm gonna say we do a two parter. I'm gonna say we do uh, the oh, new It Chapter One and the new It that. Chapter um, Two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh. All right, here I had a, a terrible choice for you. <laughs> okay. So, oh, here we go. So there's this movie oh. that I, I watched a long time ago, and it's really bad, but it's called Rockula, and it's about a guy who's like a teenage Dracula that starts a rock band. <laughs> so. My vote is for Rockula. Really awesome. bad. It's actually super, super bad. I mean, I'll I watch know. it. I, I, I will <laughs> watch everything. Like... But this is for this is for the audience to choose. Do you want to watch Rockula, or do you want us to do a double movie and do It Chapter One and It Chapter Two? It's up to you. I'll say That's... that you probably don't want us to do <laughs> Rockula. Rockula. I don't think I want to do Rockula. I've never heard of it. I am telling you, this movie is pretty terrible i liked it uh the guy played chainsaw in summer school <laughs> he's like the lead actor yeah I, this movie oh i'm telling gosh. you this is the one guys if you vote for a movie 
vote for Rocky One. And I say, if you want us to review a very good movie, which I think right now is the number one highest grossing horror movie, at least I believe rated R, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. is It Chapter One, right? I believe That's it is. Ridiculous. How much did that movie make? I mean, it's, it was over three hundred million. I, I, I thought mind doing domestically. It I love the remake so much. Guys, it's over. EJ has lended his support <laughs> to it, Chapter One. You don't need to hear anything okay. else. So I just mean, disregard everything really that he has said. A good time. Let's or, talk about Dracula. <laughs> so, so we could like, yeah. I mean, we we don't need okay. We don't need that. We can. We could wrap it up right now because you guys have heard that EJ wants to do it chapter one and we'll put it to and then it chapter two and yeah all right we'll run a poll this weekend we'll run a poll this weekend coming up tonight figure it out and (laughs) we'll see if people want it or if they want my choice Rockula so yeah well dude with that being said I guess do you want to get into the plugs like do you have anything you would like to plug. Nope, nothing. Shout out really quick to Adam Farley Music. If you guys like um, hip hop, pop, R and B, a little bit of rock, a little bit eighties kind of stuff, check out his music. It's amazing. He's one of the coolest dudes on the planet. My BFF since we were little kids. But yeah. Check out his music. It's on iTunes and Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you like to listen to your music. Okay. Well, with that being said, we're Fourth Cut Reviews. Have a great a cut night. above the rest. And you have a great night. <laughs>